episode of Python Up the Misses, the podcast that leads a woman willingly by the hand round the highways and byways of Monty Python. I'm Christopher, and this is The Misses. Hi, I'm Fiona. Thank you for downloading this podcast. We hope you enjoy it. Well, now, this is such a byway we were on tonight. Such a byway that I have never seen any of this before. Really? That's how bywayish it is. It's your first impressions, too. It is my first impressions, too. And I'd forgotten. um, It's been a while since we did our last podcast. And I've forgotten you said it's the end of a series and there might be some other types of stuff Mm -hmm. in between. And... uh, and then we started with the Miracle of Flight. Yes, it was our sort of support feature, was Terry Gilliam's Miracle of Flight. What did Which, you think of that? Well, I mean, early doors it said it was an animation. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I don't really like his animations. I mean, it's quite nice as links, but mm-hmm. um, I don't like it as a thing. But I really quite like this. Oh, so maybe actually it Well, there was the... a bit of narrative to it. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's the linking bit that you don't like, yeah, but maybe. the animations you do. Well, I think it's more... I don't know. The I mean, it was obviously different types of attempted at, attempts at flights with different methods, mm-hmm. and there was a quirkiness to the to the sort of style of plummeting or different ways of failure that was quite funny. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure whether it needed to be in a cartoon format for that to be funny, but it, it was okay. It was okay. It was okay. I did quite like the bit with the king and the scientists when it was the king just booting him off a mountain. Yes. Fly? No. No. Fly? No. No. And that came back at the very end. It did. I'd forgotten it by then, so it was a bit of an unexpected callback that that was how the man was flying from the airport. No, I mean, in in the same episode, Krakatoa was east of Miami and Dusseldorf. Yes. Um, but yes, I mean, a quite uh, short, it was only five minutes, mm-hmm. and, and quite a kind of funny way of showing different methods of uh, trying to be bird-like. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Terry Gilliam, obviously he animated it, I'm not sure if he wrote it, he certainly was a lot of the voices. I think I detected Terry Jones, and maybe even John Cleese as voices as well there, but uh, no, I thought it was very good. My, I think my favourite bit was the man who was hammering his arms flat to make them like wings. That was one of the guys who was trying to fly. That was my favourite okay. bit. Uh, yes. And I also noticed that when the guy invented the um, uh, airline ticket, mm-hmm. it was for Spam Am, <laughs> which is like, oh, Spam has already become a big enough thing Oh, really? For that, that was associated with the Pythons to uh, to to put that reference in. I thought that was interesting. Although obviously it would be the easiest thing to change a Pan Am air ticket into. Yeah. But there we go. Yes. So that was uh, the miracle of flight, uh, and then we followed that up with. Oh, I don't know what it was. Uh, the peas thing. The great, the great bird's eye peas relaunch of 1971. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember long titles, but this whole thing was hilarious. Yes, a whole little a whole little episode of Python that is but otherwise unknown. There was actually more narrative in this than a Python sketch. That is, it is the sort of first, longest form of Python yeah. that we've seen, um, of you know one sort of story or I idea. I mean, there's some elements going that I'm gonna not like. Are there? There are. Okay. But uh, if we go through it, mm-hmm. we start off with Cleese as some kind of American mm-hmm. digging up the film element of what we're about to see. Um. 
He did that quite well. Mm-hmm. Now, Some the- of the Python's uh, obsessions, uh, specifically Billy Bremner and Anne Hayden Jones and her husband Pip, Pip yeah. got a got a mention at this point. Mm-hmm. And then we um, we are cut to the outside of the bird's eye office block. Mm-hmm. Some wonderful seventies architecture very going good, on yeah, there. Very good. I think it was sixties architecture, really. Oh, yeah, um, but yes, very nice. I liked it. And then cut to the board meeting mm-hmm. that had bottles of booze all over the table. Ah, those were the days. Mm-hmm. And pornographic magazines. Well, obviously, I haven't really. Oh, you haven't. We'll get into that, are we? Well, no. Just say I'm not going to hark back to that as being oh, a fond uh, oh, time. Right. Okay, alcoholism is fine. Yeah. Admiring the female form in its nudity, not. Not in an office. Not in an office. Okay. And uh, here we're. Can we get our fees now? Yes. <laughs> when they're done, that's all. Mhm. And that was their little dig at the sort of capitalists' way. Mhm. Well, I assume... what they thought those people did. Well, I assume this film was pretty much made for the bird's eye. Um, salespeople to see. So this was presumably a dig at the management who just yeah. set about drinking all day, yeah. whereas you are out there working and... and uh, yeah, because, I mean, it was obviously Bird's Eye were in support slash sponsoring it because they used a bir- actual Bird's Eye lorry. Later. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was for Bird's Eye. They it did was. it for Bird's Eye. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Um, and I did love Idol as a fairy. The comparatively good fairy, yes. yes. I wondered about it because obviously Idol wasn't in it to begin with, although he then appeared, um, but he obviously he looked very uh, early 70s with his beard and long hair, whereas the, the other still had short hair. And well, he had a wig on. Who? Idle. I don't think he did. I think that was his hair. No, it was like down to his waist or something. No. Or oh, the fairy? Yes. Oh yeah, but when he wasn't the fairy, he still had long hair. Oh, uh, right. Well, yeah. you know. Uh, he, although he, he was always kind of, he always had longer hair than the rest of them. But uh, so I kind of wondered because of the beard, maybe it was just a Python joke, um, whether he was maybe a bit uneasy about doing this corporate stuff, oh, not right. the image he has now or the reputation he has now, but uh, but maybe in the end days he was, or maybe not. I don't know. I think you might be speculation, a bit speculation, it. speculation. Mm-hmm. So now we get to the women bit. Yes. Yes, well, this first of all, this started. This would have started badly for you because it had the slimy compere that you disliked. Oh, he wasn't too bad in this. Okay, he had a lovely grin. Yeah, Michael uh, Palin playing this yes. part. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, but the, I mean, what I quite, oh, excuse me, what I did quite enjoy was um, them saying, "But we've got women doing it because they look nicer." Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or yes, basically, instead of having actual um, economic mm-hmm. uh, experts on economics, etc., they had their wives who were all scantily clad yes. young women. Um, so you know, they always already pointed out that was the point. Mm-hmm. But then when the um, the camera just went to a tit shot, mm-hmm. I, I was more uncomfortable with that than them just being there telling you stuff in their underwear. I don't know why. Well, there was a bit of trying to have their cake and eat it there in that, you know, they did, you know, she she bent down and brought the camera Mm. back up or the camera then went back down. But there's a bit of trying to have your cake and eating it. It's like, yeah, we get the the laugh that she's doing that. We get the laugh that it's wrong, but we also get the shot of the tits. Yeah. So, um, 
And then what if, when um, Palin was on the bed with her, mm-hmm. and then it went unsuitable for regional viewers. Yes. Why regional viewers? Well, I think it was Carol Cleveland, by the way, was yeah. was that was playing that part. Um, I think that was a dig at the BBC schedulers because if you remember, they had. One of the things that Python kept being put into in the first series and then in the second series they were promised it wouldn't be, but it still was, was it was put into a slot where the regions could opt out of the uh. Uh, of the programme. And I, I wonder if at some point there was a suggestion that this would be something that was unsuitable for regional viewers. Right. Um, so, the, you know, this... this More this, of this, viewers of my region rather than just because they were regional. Oh, no, I think because, you know, they, they wouldn't get it because they weren't, you know, cosmopolitan London types. I see. They were uh, country bumpkins. But I think, I think, I wonder if some of this was, you know, the Pythons had pretty much full control of this production, unlike in the BBC where it had to go through yeah, all the right. levels of approval, etc. So I wonder if that had something to do with, uh, with that. And then we had the arrival of the marketing man. And his interpreter. Yeah. Now, well, but hang on, we'll get, come, come at this. Okay. Because first of all, we have to mention Graham Chapman's, um, Shakespearean chairman of the board, um, when he was, uh, But how? No. No, 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 but even before that, the whole, that whole bit. How can this fine, oh, narrowed yes. pea of beauteous intent be improved? I thought it was a good, that was a good performance from yes. Chapman, I thought. Uh, yes, and they brought in the marketing man and his interpreter. Um, which was, yes, it was a great way, because you could just about follow what Palin as the marketing man was saying, and then um, Terry Jones just interpreted it as in one line. Yes. Of ask, ask the housewives. I also love the fact that they referred to the marketing man as it. Yes. Ask it something, it says, ask some housewives. Uh, so we went to ask some housewives, but first we got Alan Wicker telling us about housewives. Is this the Anchorman? Yes. I I enjoyed how they crossed over each other, picking up the same line from each other, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed the 70s architecture behind them again. So did I. In fact, I made a note of some of the things. So I wanted to know where it was and whether it still exists. <laughs> I have a funny feeling it might have been redeveloped. Are you, you going to Google that? If there's yeah, a... I'm going to have a look. See, the other thing I saw was later on, there's a, uh, the sequence where the truck is driving along the road. Oh, yeah. I immediately thought, I wonder where all these places are. And the only thing I saw that I thought, oh, maybe that could, you could find that, was there was a very strange squat building it looked like a sort of electricity substation kind of size of a thing mm. but it had like a um spire mm. i thought well oh, that's the kind of thing that might still exist you know be a thing a spite site this is important. how you lose hours of your Art- day yeah it's better, better than you know i don't know kind of wasting it away or doing anything evil this is just interest genuine interest in the the, the history of our land Anyway, there we were. Then we got all the uh, more women than we've ever had them do in one show before. But they're not all Pepper Pots. No. I quite enjoyed the women that weren't Pepper Pots, the different characters that they were all being. Yeah, it was interesting that, you know, given they had the pretty much unlimited res- costuming resources of the BBC, they'd never thought about wearing wigs that weren't old women wigs before. Because mm. that was really what did it. There were young women. Yeah, yeah. There were, there were, I know they've done this before, but very suggestive women, yes. especially Palin's one in particular was particularly suggestive. Is yeah, that the blonde wig? wig yes. Yeah. It looked like quite a good wig as well. Aye. Um, yes. 
they were trend they were trendier pepper pots that yeah. we got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they dressed up for it. Mm-hmm. Though I don't know why we were in some kind of cooker showroom. Well, I presume that was the bird. That was some sort of bird's eye uh, place, right? In bird's eyes, you know, in, internal kitchen, mm-hmm. you know, show kitchen where they could show off products and stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Um, they had some good lines as well. Like John Cleese wanted his peas standing in an hammock. <laughs> in an hammock. Yes. Um, what did we then have after that? Oh yes, then the board the board members brought in an agronomist. And the agronomist was brought in... Wrapped up in brown paper. By two semi-naked men. What was that about? I loved it. I, I thought it was good, but I couldn't understand if it had any symbolism. I think I think we're starting to see a tendency for Terry Jones to be naked at any point yeah, he okay. possibly can be. And this was a point where he could be. Okay. Lovely 70s uh, underpants they were wearing, I thought. Well, the Y-fronts kind yes. of mm. Something a bit Vic and Bobbish about that, I thought. Mm. That, was, you know, that, that sort of thing. Uh, but John Cleese was the agronomist. This was the only bit I thought dragged a bit. Was him explaining the how old you had to be to how old the pea should be to pick yeah. it at its most uh, at its you know best. But point. I I felt I people people at my work could be like that. All oh, right, okay. Well, I say I'm not in quite in that corporate. You're environment. not in the science environment. Not in the science environment. No. To, so I was more thinking about the, uh, the 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 P X and the tenderness value N. And yeah. The, yeah. All of that kind all of right. thing is. Okay. So I was, I was trying to actually follow what he was saying, which I know wasn't really the point of it. So what I didn't understand was... Then he did a bit of a Shakespeare bit. He did, and he also did a bit where he was suggesting he was a swingometer. Yeah, uh-huh. um, so, then, so the idea of that was that you needed a special, a new, a new kind of seed to be able to be picked that much younger. Yeah. Um, and then we had the Colonel, Graham Chapman. I quite I liked this bit. Um, showing us on a map where the various oh, yes. and I, scientists I knew it was were doing. Yeah, and none of the places he was pointing at were on the map that he had. They were all slightly above, slightly below, yeah. or slightly to the side of it. Uh, I like that. Um, yep. Then what happened? We went to the bird's eye testing, testing area. Yes. Which was a tiny square corner. I love the tiny little square of the tiny little fence that yes. where they would plant the one bee that was brought in in such great procession. And then they just waited around for it to grow. Yes, which one, it did overnight. We did overnight to quite some height. Mm-hmm. And then the pod only had one pea in it. I know. And then he raced around the field for mm-hmm. some reason, put it in the freezer. Did you notice that the the, the area where he could race round was marked out? Yeah. There was like a very there was a sort of thin bit of wire. That kind of just went round the bit that he mm. went. I don't know if that was for the camera. It's like go there, go there, yeah. go there. Yep. Um, and then they took that. In one P in the back of a light giant lorry. Giant lorry drove that all the way to the um, testing centre place, mm-hmm. uh, uh, where it was lovingly prepared, presented on a plate, and the waiter dropped it and well, stood in, on it in a flurry of performance mm-hmm. he stood on it and they had to do it all again which is similar to the we've seen this before now Monty Python's Flying Circus again in 30 seconds yes uh, so we got all that um, again and it was adjudged to be younger younger oh, there's there also a good bit in that where there was a card came up that said uh, an appropriate time later brackets see packet for details for how long you had to had to boil it yeah so that was the Great Bird's Eye Peas relaunch I like of 1971. It. I have, I only have one question burning in my mind: Is was, did they achieve their five percent extra sales target? 
I was more thinking in real life, was there a, some kind of relaunch? Was there some kind of big P campaign and this was part of the... Yeah, this was made for bird's eye. But just for fun? No, I think they were having a, I think they were having a P relaunch. Okay. And this was to get that, cause it, cause it, it did get them information over more memorably to the salespeople. Okay. Can I know that it's now picked at 103 days rather than 107 days or whatever it was? Um, I know it's a new seed. Uh, I know that it tastes younger. See, I'm getting a lot of information out of this. Okay. Um, and I've got to see some scantily clad women for a little bit. So, you know, as a salesperson, I'm, I'm over the moon about this. I bet they were all man, men. Yeah, and I bet you what they normally got was were really dull yeah, presentations. Um, so this was, uh, I thought this was good. Okay. Are you ready for a sketch program? A proper sketch program. Oh, you, 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 you're just teasing me now. Maybe. No, I quite enjoyed today, so um, maybe... Oh, maybe the byways are better then. Maybe the byways are better, but oh, let's find out. Let's find out. Well, if there's no more to be said... Nope. Then all that remains to be said is join us next time. And we will once again introduce the Python. Up the missus. Bye!